0: Thanks for joining me for Real Talk NFT. I'm your host, Brian, and we have a really special guest here today. Elena Krott, who's the head of project of 10101 Art, a groundbreaking platform at the intersection of traditional art and the modern digital world. Elena, thanks for joining me today. Really excited to learn about the platform and the project.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So why don't we get started a little bit about your background? I don't know if it's more in the traditional art world or if you're like a your Web3 native, just kind of give me the whole download there.
1: Uh, yes, sure, I will be happy to share this. Uh, to be honest, I started at uh, the largest bank of Belarus and I worked there for five years dealing with uh, high-risk investment projects and all this stuff. And at some point, I decided that it's kind of predictable future for me and I want something different. <laughs> so, yeah, this is how I changed my sphere totally and went to Web3 sphere. I'm not from art sphere for sure, and I just really love art. And this, this project was actually a huge present for me to, to be able to take part in it
0: high-risk investments at the bank uh, was were any yeah. of those investments <laughs> crypto or were they just completely ridiculous no, okay. no no
1: no yeah yeah just you know huge malls and factories and plants like so many things like big and serious
0: That actually sounds pretty fun, but I bet like it'll be fun for the first couple of weeks and then you're like, yeah, this is a lot of paperwork, a lot of due diligence. Yeah, yeah, weeks,
1: (laughs) weeks. uh, No, this is too much. (laughs) It's like so much paperwork. No, no, no. Thank you.
0: So when did you join uh, 10101?
1: I joined joined it at the very beginning. We started around one and a half of a year ago when like... It was zero, and uh, guys with the idea, they came to me and like, would you like to do everything? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, let's try that. Uh, Why not? (laughs) Yeah, and since that moment, we work on the project, and we grow from inside, like, super
0: fast. So you wear multiple hats at the the company, it sounds like. So not just... uh, head of project you're pretty much head of everything it sounds like huh
1: yeah yeah I'm responsible to for finding people for making them work uh, for doing their best and like dealing everything to make this happen
0: so I've been I was checking out your website yesterday and a little bit this morning and it's it's definitely interesting I would love if you can give like our um our uh, viewers a breakdown of exactly what 10101 is and what you're trying to achieve.
1: Yes, of course. Uh, Thank you for asking. Uh, So, 10101 art today is ecosystem where we make it possible to trade physical arts, uh, physical art pieces uh, through blockchain platform. And uh, some, um, some specific things about us is that First of all, we use fragmented ownership that allows people all over the world to enter the art market. And second very important thing is that we work only with world-known artists, meaning names like Picasso, Dali, Warhol, Banksy. Like This is how we create a totally new market uh, for people.
0: Yeah, that's super interesting. And a couple questions about that. Like who actually? So if you're getting like a Banksy or a Picasso, are you, how are you? How are you finding those original owners? I should say, and like how? How are they? Are they like vaulted? How's that whole system work?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank thank you for the question. Uh, we have uh, in our team we have art experts and art dealers who help us to to decide on the paintings. Uh, yeah, so it's not like just. Please take that one. No, it's like very big and like complicated procedure where so many people involved. And initially our our dealers, they're looking for best deals on the market that becomes available at particular time. And then they check all the documents, they check provenance, they check expertise and everything. And then they contact us, like they think that this can be interesting for us. And This is, like, the whole big work that are up to them. And then we have to decide whether we should try this painting on the platform or not. And as we haven't launched yet, we decided to collect the most, like, world-known artists that are... Uh, that we want to try with, like, like I mentioned, Picasso, Dali, Banksy, Warhol, to try and to provide these uh, paintings and offer these paintings to our uh, future users and to see their reaction, like who they are interested in the most, so that we can mm, plan our further steps in choosing the paintings for the platform.
0: I mean, some of the artists you mentioned, like a Banksy or a Warhol, uh, I wouldn't mind owning a fractionalized uh, version of one of those. (laughs) No joke. Like that would be just like such a fun story to be like, yeah, I own like a share of a Banksy and uh, how iconic he is. And, you know, I don't know if anybody's like seen the uh, I can't remember the the documentary on Netflix, like and exit through the gift shop or something along those lines. Uh, Some fun, some fun stuff. Uh, so, tell me a little bit about like how the fractionalization works overall. So, obviously, um, you secure a Banksy, so you have rights, legal rights, I would imagine, to that Banksy uh, piece of art. And then, like how how many? fractionalizations do you come up with what happens if i go on and buy a, a buy a portion of it how many people are involved what's the nft look like could you kind of walk me down that path
1: yes yes of course i'd love to uh so uh the amount of fragments uh, per one uh, painting and price per each uh, piece really depends on the initial price of a particular painting because we have like really expensive pieces and we have less expensive pieces so we start with this uh, creation of the uh, final price starts with the uh, initial price of the painting Uh, and then uh, we plan to to try and to check different ways for example, we have and also the size of the painting because we have half of a meter paintings and we also have 20 centimeters of the painting. So when we scan them and when we separate them to pieces, it's it's really actually uh, the number, um, what piece you have and what you can see on it on the platform later, it really Everything is uh, connected and uh, we're going to try different uh, price strategies to see again how many people react. For example, we can sell uh, one piece of Picasso and like 10 pieces and each of them will cost a lot of money. And we want to see if people are interested in this and we want to sell like to share it to 10,000 pieces. Different painting and to sell each piece. For example, one, two, three hundred dollars per yeah. piece, and then to see how people react, and then like try to find the balance, like like any startup do. Uh, so yeah, this is our initial strategy.
0: So tell me a little bit a little bit about the optics of the NFT. Will it just be like a an NFT token that I own serial number uh, ten of ten thousand? or will it actually be like a snapshot, like I own this like upper right-hand corner of this Picasso piece?
1: Yes, exactly. To make it more interesting, we decided to fix particular NFT and to uh, to fix it with the particular part of the painting. This is how we want to see, to look at the secondary market to make it more interesting as well. And uh, also I remembered that you asked uh, before that about uh, ownership. We just we don't just sell digital copy of the painting. We actually sell the painting to people who are gonna buy NFTs. Yeah. Simple way to explain this is that people, is that any person who buys all the NFTs from one painting, they can come to the gallery and actually take the painting with all the documents. So it's like 100% ownership sold, and yeah, <laughs> getting back to your question. I'm sorry, I'm jumping between them. You're uh, right, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, regarding secondary market we wanted to make it more interesting. And initially, we sell um, all the NFTs at the same price, but you get your NFT randomly, so you can.
0: Oh, yeah, you, you can get, get like, randomly. Cool,
1: yeah, of course. Initially, yes, to make all the prices equal. And for example, you can get one square of white background or you can get like an eye of main character of the painting. And then on the secondary market, you can hunt the eye and try to sell background. So, yeah, we decided to stick them together. NFT and like piece of the painting.
0: Yeah, I love that Um, because (laughs) the thought process basically was like my next question because if I was trying to get a piece, I would want, like, the center, like this most centered portion, and I was going (laughs) to ask if, like, those prices are different, but it sounds like it's all kind of a flat, hey, you get this one of 10,000 or whatever you fragment that to, but I would also want to, like, collect, like, the pieces of, like, I'm like a collector. I collect all sorts of weird things. I collect tons of (laughs) NFTs, physicals, uh, I've actually had some similar items, like what we're talking about, and I've like wanted to collect like that upper right hand corner that's my territory it's like a game of risk or something yeah, yeah, but, yeah. uh. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your platform. Uh, I would imagine, I saw on here that there's a marketplace. I know you're, you're not up and g- running yet, but is that where like all the sales are gonna be transacted, or are we gonna be able to buy these fragmented pieces like on like an OpenSea, or is it gonna be pretty much centralized to your marketplace? Mm,
1: uh, initially, we're about to launch, uh, <coughs> we're about to launch within one or two weeks. I'm waiting for updates from our developers, like today, hoping for the best news. And uh, yeah, after that, we will have the date of the launch and what user get uh, coming to the platform. First of all, we're gonna launch a minting process for one painting. It's gonna be Banksy, uh, wonderful Banksy. I'm really excited with it. That's cool. And uh, yeah. We, uh, the user can go to the platform, connect uh, their wallet, crypto wallet. We start with that. And after it, um, they can uh, choose the amount of NFTs that they want to purchase. Also, whitelist is available. Um, you can check our social networks. Probably there is a still a chance to get into it and to get a piece earlier than everyone else or a lower price. We're still discussing this. And yeah, after connecting your wallet, your personal account is created and uh, you can mint as many NFTs as you want. Um, One very important specific thing is that we have um, timeline for each painting. For example, it can be one week, it can be one month, it can be one year or like forever, but (laughs) this is set uh, before the beginning of the sales. Uh, For example, we start with one month and if within this timeline the whole painting is sold, starting the moment it is sold, transactions become available so people can uh, transfer it between each other, they can sell it, they can just collect it or buy more. But before the whole painting is sold, people can't actually do anything with their NFTs. And if during this timeline all the nfts were not sold Mm, people can get refund people will actually have to get refund and all nfts will be burned and the painting will get back to will get back to its uh, previous owner this is the way how we protect like the initial owner of the painting from the paintings being stuck in the half blockchain world and half offline world So this is how users get 100% guarantee of 100% painting sold, and only after that being able to trade trade their NFTs and like change them, grant them, and collect like more. Uh, So first of all, we have only that, and um, but people still can trade their NFTs on OpenSea, Raribol, and many other very famous. marketplaces and our second huge step is to launch our own marketplace it is like almost ready we, we also finalizing it and um, it's gonna be like our next step like it's gonna be kind of like open sea but only our paintings will be presented there like uh, sure Fixed-price auction option and like your own collection and everything created specifically for our paintings because we have like uh, uh, Technology to show the whole painting and your piece on in this whole painting which is not gonna mm, uh, be uh, Represented on other marketplaces. So yeah, this is gonna be our second huge step and also allowing people to buying NFTs and selling them using uh, fiat. Uh, this is our also um, upcoming stages.
0: Awesome, it's like you jumped into my questions and you're just like knocking them
1: down one-on-one. I'm reading your mind.
0: I, I feel like you are, honestly, because I did have like a f- couple of questions, like what if you didn't sell all the fragments? But that makes a ton of sense that you don't want to expose the original o- owner to like, hey, we only sold 92% yeah. of it. We're not really sure what direction, so that makes sense. So there'll be a time duration if it, uh, and it could go back to that original owner if they don't all sell out. I am making a note here because I am going to go on your social <laughs> networks to uh, whitelist myself because I don't think I can afford a full Banksy, but I know, afford a <laughs> one of one of ten thousand, we'll see. But we'll we'll definitely put those links for everyone down below. Um, give me a little bit of breakdown of. Like, I, I I understand it, but I guess for, like, our viewers, like, why, why is this a benefit? Like, why is this cool, like, compared to, like, the traditional art world? Like, why do you want to merge these two worlds together?
1: Mm, yes, of course. Uh, first of all, we create a totally new market because, for now, this classic, super expensive art is kind of for chosen ones. And it is still about the market, about ability to trade this NFTs, like this paintings, this part of the paintings, to check uh, artists, to know more about them. And I guess that uh, many people may not be, how they say, interested in art because it's something f- like a privilege, like elite, like something you have to go to different country yeah. to be able to see this. And this is how we make it closer to allow people to relate actually to art because this is actually amazing and it makes you feel unbelievable things. And also a very important thing about the project is that many of the paintings that we find, uh, they are stored in private collections. So people may never actually see them because collectors sell to other collectors and they just move them from one basement to another (laughs) and what we do is we're gonna exhibit all the paintings that we sell so anyone can come and really enjoy them
0: oh i I think i saw that is that somewhere in dubai that you're you're gonna do am i getting that correct where you're gonna display yes oh that's really oh that's (laughs) that's really cool um that's really cool so not only are you kind of like dusting these out of their vaulted cases that don't get the uh the credit they deserve like from just like people seeing them in real life but you can own a fractionalized portion of this or the whole thing i guess if you want and you can go actually and look at them uh in real time that's that's really cool that's that's really fun
1: thank you we worked so hard around the gallery to be honest this is like totally different offline world, you know, (laughs) and I had to take part in it. It was crazy to figure out what light we need, like, Jesus, guys. (laughs) Yeah, so the gallery is amazing. We're about to open it as well, and, like, we can't wait because we worked so hard around that. And, yeah, and we decided it to be Dubai because so many people are welcome there, you know. This is such an international center, and... This is, like, super safe, so, yeah, we, we are happy to open our first gallery there.
0: I love it. That's just, like, super fun. Um, I don't know. People need to see more art. People need to go and, like, check out some of these, like, paintings in real life and being able to, like, own a, a fractionalized portion of it. I don't know, I'm getting kind of excited just thinking about it. Uh, oh, uh, I know the question I wanted to ask. What blockchain are you going to be on? Because I know, like, there's all these different blockchains and, like, what where's your NFT pointing to? And what's it connected to? Curious about the technology behind it. Uh,
1: yeah, we decided to start with Ethereum um, because nice. we think that uh, even that the audience of this specific blockchain showed the most loyalty to NFT technology during these hard times. So we decided to start with that. And it is also, um, I guess it is also some uh, something elite about this as well. So we decided to start with this one. And probably, of course, we are looking for other options. For example, uh, Polygon, we plan to, uh, to release some paintings on Polygon to allow like lower commission like very familiar very famous thing about that and uh, probably some other chains we're discussing these options right now
0: yeah love to hear that you're starting with like the ethereum blockchain because I, I, like i'm a big fan of like all nfds and like all blockchains i have exposure to like all these chains and solana and polygon and ethereum but when i look at my personal profile I realize that I have like 95% Ethereum NFTs and yeah. even though like it's like high gas fees and like you, it's more money and like if you really want to get into the weeds I'm not a developer someone could like definitely convince me why another chain is better or worse but that's not really my thing I'm just like Seems like everyone gravitates to Ethereum right now, and that's the gold yeah. standard. But we've seen a migration towards the other chains. Even, like, the past year, I've noticed, like, major projects mm-hmm. migrating over to, like, Polygon. So that's great that you're starting with Ethereum, especially with these high-end works. Like, why not go with what's, like, trusted and uh, counted on? So tell me a little bit. So we, we throw out, like, some major names here, like Picasso and Banksy and uh, Warhol. And... I just need to kind of understand the traditional art world a little bit better. Do you, how do you like cure, like, I don't even understand like how you, how you curate these people. Are you calling like galleries or private collectors? Do you have like, how do you even like, where do you even start if you want to get Uh, a Banksy?
1: Jesus, to be honest with you, this (laughs) is such a, like closed world and our small door yeah this is our small door to this world is actually our precious art experts uh because like they have connections you have to have connections Um, to do that and and this is also something super exciting about our project because like we're breaking these walls because for now like last year was super crazy for me regarding gallery because i'm web3 person and like everything you can imagine about art world is true (laughs) like no (laughs) means it is what it is like about elite people being super proud like being super slow and like everything and yeah our we have thank god we have our art experts because they know people and of course you can go to Different websites and to see what is gonna be sold or what is available But if you want something super precious, you have to know people and yeah, this is what we're gonna kind of fight with to make an art like open and available reachable Actually, so yeah, this is how how it it happens usually They know people, they they ask, they, like, they do these connections, they support them, and we're, like, trying not to ruin everything with our, like, (laughs) (laughs) with our ruthless, ruthless hands, and, like, this is just super interesting and just super hard.
0: I would love to be a fly on the wall whenever, like, the initial pitch to, like, you know, a gallery or a collector. It's like, hey, I got this crazy idea. We want to take your multi-million dollar painting, we get digital, make it a digital version of it, where only one person mm-hmm. can own it. But wait, we're going to fractionalize it so everyone can own it. Uh, <laughs> this
1: is me year.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're probably just like, get out of my office, <laughs> you know. It,
1: Uh, You you have to to see our negotiations with insurance companies. This is like the most interesting part. Like this is super hard. And this was the hardest part because they're like, okay, who is the owner? "Mm, We don't actually know, to be honest, but we have wallets addresses. (laughs) So yeah, you can check that and put on your agreement. And they're like, goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, that was like... (laughs)
0: Not only are they wallet addresses, we're not exactly sure who owns the wallet addresses. And <laughs> yeah. that could be the same person with multiple wallets, believe it or not. Ta-da! <laughs> you know?
1: Just, do you, do you already want us? <laughs> Please.
0: Uh, oh, that's that's yeah. too good. Well, I, I love what you're building here. And I'm, like, truly, truly interested. So I'm going to get on your social me- media here and w- try to whitelist myself. Because, just like what you're saying, is that there's this like elite world of collectors that have this access that a guy like me would never have access to. It's just, Sorry. even if I won the Powerball tomorrow, well, somebody would probably talk to me if I was worth a few hundred million. But like, even if I was like moderately very wealthy, it's still even a hard world to get into, you know, until you start yeah. like spending money and then like, do we even trust this person? You have
1: to be trusted. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So you're opening Sorry. the doors up to, ev- no, you're great. You're opening the doors up to <laughs> everybody. And I just love that. Because like anybody like myself, my kids, whoever wants to own a piece of like this high end art that's going to be on display in a gallery in Dubai can do it. So super exciting stuff. Um, just, just one more question here. Uh, I just want to like just for our viewers because I want to make sure. So to get on the, could you just give us a like a brief breakdown again how they get on the whitelist and just like any educational resources like your website or anywhere like your Twitter. What where's the best place for them to go and find information? Because I think a lot are going to be really interested. Uh,
1: to be honest with you, the website and network is okay.
0: Yeah, I think so. I see you
1: okay. Yeah, I think uh, your speech is now faster than... Oh, yeah, it's good now. Amazing. Okay. Uh, yeah, so um, right now, to be honest, the website that we have, um, on 10101art, it's kind of old and uh, when the platform will be launched it's gonna be a totally new landing page like all connected with the uh, platform itself so uh, all everything right now takes place in our social networks mostly discord because this is the place where uh, you can like know the most relevant information but we're also Posting it on our Twitter account, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook—we're like everywhere—and Telegram group as well. So, like, feel free to ask questions there and to know like the most relevant information: how to get to whitelist, what to do to get there, and to see what's going on with the project right now. Because we're taking part in many blockchain events. Uh, We took part in Blockchain life in Dubai. end of October and we brought our original Warhol there. Oh my God, this was, this was like super cool. People were like, no, it's not. We're like, yeah, go see the signature. And they're like, oh my God, unbelievable. So yeah, we're posting a lot of information about what we do, what's going on, like the most relevant news on the project. So the best way to know them is of course our social networks. And regarding, regarding educational part, um, we, of course, as many other Web3 projects, we we're facing uh, problems with um, people onboarding into the crypto world. And we mm-hmm. creating the materials for them to help them to figure out like all that information about... What is wallets? Uh, what is your address, how to keep it safe, like a lot of those things we're preparing to help people to actually use our project and we're uh, creating, as I mentioned, opportunities to like use uh, uh, fiat uh, credit cards, like all of that is going to be uh, added uh, in a while
0: awesome that's great And like yeah being able to make things more user-friendly in web 3 is like definitely the way to go so everybody i'm definitely going at the end of the podcast here at the in the summary i'm going to put links to the socials and links to the website so everyone could get on take a look i highly recommend it because it's probably your only opportunity ever to own a piece of a picasso or a banksy so make sure you get on the whitelist and give it a run elena thank you so much for joining us this was a lot of fun today
1: Thank you, thank you so much, i was very happy to take part in this.
0: Thank you.